Hi, wives. Welcome to the Wives Evolving Daily Podcast. I'm so glad that you are listening today. So, are you a daddy's girl? Are you a mama's girl? Have you left father and mother for real, for real? Today's episode will address the issue of leaving and cleaving like the scripture states. We're going to explore how we may still be attached at the hip to our parents, to our family. Our biblical wife of the day is Samson's bride. Yes, Samson of the Samson and Delilah team. But before Delilah, Samson had a wife. Now, you can check this story out in about the 13th chapter of Judges, but what we're going to talk about today happens in the 14th chapter of Judges. So Samson, after he became of age, he meets a woman in Timnah. Now Timnah is enemy's country, the Philistine country. Philistines are the enemies of Israel, okay? Samson was born to old parents, so of course he's a little spoiled and he's just doing what he does. And he meets a girl. He falls in love. She's beautiful. Not sure if he even talked to her. There is some question by Bible scholars and some of the things that I've read that he may not have even spoken to the woman, but he saw her. He went home and told his parents, get her for me. Now, I know this sounds odd, but during that time, parents negotiated for spouses for their children. He saw a woman that he wanted, so the parents would go and talk to this woman's parents and negotiate because money was involved, land was involved, stuff was involved. So they tried to convince him otherwise because he was a Nazarite. He was not supposed to be involved with certain things. He wasn't supposed to touch certain foods. He wasn't supposed to cut his hair, all of these things. And Finally, because you know, he's the only child, he's a child of older parents, he's that blessing baby, they gave in. So they go down to Timnah, but on the way, a lion confronts Samson. He kills him with him with his bare hand. He kills the lion, he rips him apart with his bare hands. Now, he was the incredible hulk of the Bible. Um, we're just going to put that out there. He was the incredible hook of the Bible. He just killed the lion. Okay. So they went, met with the girl's parents, arrangements made. They go back home. Now, once back home, they, you know, made their final arrangements or whatever, giving the parents enough time to get things together. Samson and his parents travel back to Timnah, Philistine country. On the way, Samson's like, hmm, I wonder what happened to that lion. He goes, he sees the lion, the carcass of the lion, that is. And he notices bees flying around. And you know where there's bees, there's honey. So he reaches in, he scoops out some of the honey in the hive, and he eats some, and he gives some to his parents. They're very unsuspecting that... That honey came out of a dead animal. Okay? Very unsuspecting. So anyway, he gives it to them, causing them to break the rules about dead animals and stuff like that. And 
once they get to Timna and the festivities begin, you know, they're drinking or whatever, everything is going on. However, let me take a step back. Once there, because Samson is a strong man and he's an enemy in this town, he is assigned 30 groomsmen. He's assigned 30 groomsmen. Now, call them groomsmen, call them security guards, call them watchmen, but they were Philistines. So they just wanted to make sure that there was no funny business going on as far as Samson was concerned. It took 30 of them. So when the festivities begin, the feast is what they call it, the wedding feast, seven-day wedding feast, Samson, you know, it's a lot of revelry going on. Samson says, hey, I got a riddle to his groomsmen. Hey, if you can solve this riddle, I'll give each one of you a new outfit. And if I lose, if I win and you don't solve this riddle, I expect each one of you to give me a new outfit, which was equivalent to 30 outfits. So he tells them the riddle. He lets them know it's got something to do with the lion that he killed and the honey that he retrieved from the carcass of the lion. Okay? So he states the riddle. You will have to you will have to read that for yourself to get exactly what that riddle was. And he told them they had until the seventh day. So by the third or fourth day, they still could not figure the riddle out. They were upset because clothing was expensive back then. Because it was handmade. It was we, you know, it was woven. They had women had to actually weave this stuff. So you wasn't, you didn't have like two and three robes and wraps, head wraps and whatnot back at the house. What you had on, most times it was the only articles of clothing that these men owned. So a lot was at stake here. So once they couldn't figure this riddle out, they went to his wife and they were like, look. This is your husband. I know you know the answer to this riddle. And she was like, he didn't tell me. I don't know. Well, they said, well, you better find out because we cannot afford to lose our clothes. Because in essence, what Samson said was, if you don't solve the riddle, I'm going to make you strip out of all of your clothes right here at the feast. You're going to be booty butt naked in front of everybody. Mind you, these are his enemies. So, of course, that's what he was going to do. So they tell the wife, we're not doing that. You need to find out what this riddle is, what the answer to this riddle is. Because if you don't, we are going to kill you, your mama, your daddy, sister, brother, uncle, cousins. And that's what they told her. Now, instead of her doing what a good wife should and confide in her husband, because we are leaving and cleaving, remember? She didn't do that. She went to Samson. Not to confide, but to get the answer. She cozied on up to him. She used her feminine wiles. She cried. You know, tears are powerful when it comes to using them against a man. Tears are powerful. She cried, oh, you don't love me. You know, what is going on? We are married. I'm your new wife. Blah, blah, blah. Finally, he gave in. Clearly, Samson has a weakness. He gave in. He told her. So... He knew the answer. She knew the answer. So on the seventh day, these men, because they knew the answer, they were like, hey, we got you. This is what this means. This means that, 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 and that. And you can find the answer to that in Judges, the 14th chapter. Samson was 
furious. This man was so blowed. This man was so blowed. Do you know what he said about his brand new wife? Because he knew she had given the answer. He said, if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have solved the riddle. That's right. I said, this man said, if you had not plowed with my heifer. Now, first off, okay, first off, you call me a heifer, bro? But he was so mad because what he then had to do was get those 30 outfits. He didn't have them at the house, so you know what he did? He said, all right, I got you. He went down and killed 30 Philistines, 30 of their cousins, uncles, brothers, nephews, took their clothing and brought it back to them, threw it at them. There you go. He told his mom and daddy, let's go. Let's just go. Now, I don't know if his wife asked, wait, don't leave me. Let me go. I, I want to, you know, go home with you, blah, blah, blah. Probably not. Because she know this man was mad. This man was mad, mad. Samson and his parents went back home. Once he calmed down, he said, let me go get my wife. He took a goat. He didn't take flowers, y'all. He didn't take roses. He didn't take carnations. This man took a whole goat to the his wife's father to, as an offering. Do you know what this father said to this man? Oh, you were so mad. I didn't think you was going to come back for her. So I gave her to one of your groomsmen. But I got a younger daughter and she is more beautiful than that one. So now if you think Samson was blowed about the riddle, <laughs> this man was on fire about his wife being given to someone else. This man tied some animals together. He tied some animals together, set them on fire, and let them go into the crops of the Philistines. When they found out what had been done, they went to Samson's wife's house, the Timnite, burnt her, her mama, daddy, sister, brother, uncle, and cousin, whoever was in the house, they set the whole thing on fire. That even made Samson even more mad, but that's a whole nother part of the story. You have to go to the book of Judges, start around the 13th chapter, and get this story for yourself. But the point I want to bring out to you is loyalty. Where do your loyalties lie? Samson's wife's loyalties was still with her parents and her countrymen and her friends. She didn't understand the importance of being loyal to her new husband because she forfeited the protection her husband could have afforded her and her family. What about you? Where do your loyalties lie? Are you still very connected to your parents, to an older sister? You know, brothers and sisters, man, blood thicker than water, man, you know. Or are your loyalties with your husband? Wives, if our loyalties are misplaced, our marriage is not going to be what it should be. We have to be loyal to our marriage and to our husband. We can't be daddy's girls. We can't call daddy first before we check in with our man. We can't let daddy buy us the things that our man said no we cannot have. We can't let mama come in and decorate the house and this man say, no, we're not having no curtains. 
We're not, we, uh, we can't do that. And as a mom of a married daughter, adult son with a girlfriend, that can be difficult sometimes. Just going to be transparent here. But we have to have our loyalties in the right place. I'm going to leave you with this question today. Are you a daddy's girl? A mama's girl? Where do your loyalties lie? Let's pray. God, thank you for the opportunity to be a wife today. God, reveal to us where our loyalties lie. God, where our loyalties are misplaced with our family, we're asking you to help us to realign those loyalties to our husbands. We're asking that you help our husbands to receive those loyalties. Give him the wisdom to know what to do with those loyalties. And God, we thank you for the strength that you are going to give us to break those ties that we should. God, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Wives, that's what I have for you today. Where do your loyalties lie? Misplaced loyalties have an impact on the intimacy you feel in your marriage. Misplaced loyalties causes tension between your husband and your family. Misplaced loyalties is something that you really, really need to think about. Because here on the Wives Evolving Daily Podcast, this isn't about the husbands. We're talking about us. We're going to rip rip away everything that will keep us from being that wife. The wife that is husband tested and God approved. Share this podcast with your married friends, with your engaged friends, and those women that you know are considering marriage. Wherever you listen to this podcast, please subscribe, follow, like, and rate. Leave me comments. Let me know about some topics or some issues that you may be facing in your marriage that we can discuss here. And until next time, smooches!